It is us. We're back. <laughs> Happy podcast. Happy podcast. Much better than last time. Oh my God. Fix my chair. So much. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Uh, kind of glad that I didn't watch the game last night um, while I was trying to host people at my house for a fire night. Uh, that would have just been too stressful. And it would have been just a cluster f- to try and do all of that. And then also still be a host and, and, you know, tend to the fire and, and such. So I was glad that uh, I was able to watch it this morning. Thankful to Jacqueline for loading me her, her login and that it still worked. So. Yeah, I know. What a game. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I didn't actually watch it live either simply because um, I had one of my girlfriends over who's not, in the basketball and I I just sorry the cats are meowing um <laughs> I'm not gonna bore somebody with it who's not into it anyway but you know I just can't watch it with somebody who's not as into it as me um and I thought it was gonna be on ESPN plus like they tweeted the day before so I was like eh, whatever when she leaves I'll cue it up and start watching it and then you know our group text is going crazy and my dad's texting me that it's not on ESPN plus I'm like hold on just a second let me uh, bye. And I'll send you the login. So, uh, it worked out. We all used the same login and it was fine. We did. No. Yeah, it was, it was totally fine. Um, I'm glad that it worked out and we were able to watch the game. Um, yeah, no, great game. I loved it last night. Also, like I said, I had people over for fire, um, and we had a good little time. We didn't end up wrapping things up until after midnight, almost one o'clock, which was fine. Um, so it was a nice long night out by the fire. It was perfect night for it. It was cold. Yeah. Um, yeah, not super windy. It was it was a good little night, but man, oh man, I indulged a little too much. Yeah, you deserved it. Probably so. I know. Uh, my neighbor brought over a bucket of Fireball, and so who brought who brought it? Uh, Josh and Tori, Stanley's parents. Oh, okay. Stanley the dog, not the person. Um, yeah, so we, we had multiple, and when I say we, I mean me, um, and other people too, had multiple fireball shots, so that was, that was nice. But anyway, oh, hi guys. Oh, hi. Hi, hi, Buckets. Hey, Buckets. Buckets. You had an eventful weekend. He had a very eventful weekend. Going to the, oh God, we cannot, cannot pass that up. You know, congrats to the, to the football team, Colby Carthel and the rest of the Jacks on the football team for winning um, on Saturday as well, very eventful day for the for SFA Athletics. Not only did the Jacks win against South Dakota, but the Jacks won the WAC championship for football. So congrats to them. And then also the women's volleyball team. They ended up winning in their WAC champions as well. So they're going on to the NCAA tournament. So that's fantastic. Congrats to Coach hum- Humphreys and the rest of the rest of the team. Way to go, girls. I mean, what a weekend for SFA Athletics. Yeah, it was a lot. A lot happening. A lot happening all on Saturday. I know. Okay, so let's go ahead and get started. Let's go ahead and uh, just dive right into our game notes and our history and things like that. That way we can get her done and get out of here and I can make my five o'clock, my five o'clock dinner party. I'm so jealous. That'll be fun. I'm going to Shawley's house and she said she's making like off menu stuff. <laughs> I know. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, that's going to be. I know. Wait, oh, bucket. When is the part of the show where we start demanding apologies from the sky's falling crowd? We can start demanding apologies at any point, buckets. <laughs> <laughs> There's no part. There's no specific part. Uh, I'm sure we will cover that as well. Um, especially when we get to the actual game discussion, because I wrote plenty of notes this time. It's easier for me to write it when we're, when I'm watching it like at home for away games. Um, yeah. Cause I can like start, stop, pause, go back. And so it's just a little bit easier, but anyway, yeah. Oh yeah. That, that's why I always watch them back, whether it's home or not. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. All right, Jacqueline, hop into it. Okay. So, we have only played South Dakota State once before yesterday. Um, so this was the second of the one and one, you know, home and home series. 
Uh, we lost to them last year at home, 83 to 71. It's, I'm, I'm telling y'all, it's just a chorus of cat meows over here. And my sanity is like, anyway. All right. So <laughs> yesterday we switched it up on the starters. We had JJP, Trell, Derek, and Nana as usual, instead of Kyle, AKA Matt, we had Rati start. We did win the game 93 to 82. Woo! And the attendance there at Frost Arena in Brookings, South Dakota was 2,171. Can you please stop meowing? Stop. I'm talking. Okay. At least he listened. Yeah. They, I mean, they somewhat listened. Okay. <laughs> so I'll, I'll just go ahead and launch into Sean Kennedy's stat section. Go for it. And y'all will notice many of these are much, much better than the last game. Oh, wait, hold on. Pause. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I had some I had some random game notes with, that I typed up and then I forgot to add in there. Okay, um, okay yeah, sorry. Uh, so uh, it looked like a really decent crowd whenever we were watching it on there. And so I made note to say that this was their home opener because um, I guess they were kind of like flip-flops than us. Their first multiple games had been all on the road. And so this was their first home opener, so it always brings a bigger crowd. Um, but their little their little arena looks to be a little bit smaller than ours at the sawmill. And so their 2,000 people looks like really, really packed house. And so our 2,000 people doesn't. So I think that's important to note if you're watching it on – if you're watching it um, – it looked like there was not like an empty seat in the house, which there probably wasn't very many open seats to be fair. But again, I don't think their arena is, is humongous like ours um, where we can hold, you know, host 4,000 or so people. Um, the, uh, the obviously South Dakota is in the summit league and they were ranked number 17 before um, yesterday's game. Uh, so obviously this was a big game and it was a huge, huge upset. So just keep that in mind. Uh, purple jerseys. We were wearing our purple jerseys, all purple. Um, I really did enjoy, I'm not going to say like I love their announcer, but I did enjoy their announcer. We've had away games where the announcers were just horrible and not informed and not knowledgeable and knew nothing about nothing. And they, the announcer for the South Dakota team and for their little ESPN broadcast was actually really good. He, he, didn't mispronounce any of our names. He nailed Nana's name. Like, and he said it every time he mentioned Nana, he literally said his entire name fully. Um, so didn't mispronounce any names. He was very knowledgeable. He didn't seem like super biased. He was giving the Jacks their kudos and, and singing their praises. So it wasn't like past announcers that we've had on other away games where they were just honestly dog shit. So I was really excited that this guy seemed pretty fair and, and knowledgeable and, and very, very detailed. He had, he had lots of detail. <laughs> yeah, no, he was honestly, he was so great. My dad and dad never talks good about the announcers ever, unless it's something really, really great. He said uh, their announcer was wonderful. Um, he gave yeah, a lot of advice about our players that I didn't know. And I was like, yeah, he was he was really good, and he was the only one doing it. So he was doing the play-by-play -play and the color commentary and, mm -hmm. I mean, covering it all. Like, if you were listening on just on a radio feed, you definitely would have been able to visualize what was happening because he was so – Yeah. About the all of know, play I mean, stuff. everything down from the players' jerseys and how the colors and the details and, like, where the names were and how it was designed. I mean, he, he was very, very meticulous with – and I had a feeling that he was probably also not only the ESPN feed, but he was also probably the, the radio feed as well. It was probably all the same. Cause mom was like, God, why is he so detailed? Like we can see the jerseys. I'm like, I bet you he's not only doing this feed, but his voice is probably also on the game yeah. radio feed. So he has to be detailed, but, but he was, he was very good at it. It wasn't annoying. It wasn't. Um, so again, thank you to whoever that was. I didn't catch his name. I appreciate, yeah. I appreciated his detail and for being fair on both sides. I mean, he, he even made a comment to saying he loved Nigel's hair and he thought it was a tremendous hair. I was like, that is awesome. Like, 
you know, and, and the only thing I would say, it was really hard sometimes to keep track of who he was talking about because he kept saying and referring to both teams as the Jacks. Yeah. And so, which again, I get it, but it would have been nice to have some, some, you know, disparity between the two whenever he was announcing just so that when he would say like, Oh, that's the Jacks 12th or 13th turnover. I was like, okay, which Jacks? Because, you know, I don't have the stats in front of me. So I, I needed, that was the only thing I was like, can you say lumberjacks and jackrabbits? Like just knowing both teams use jacks as their nickname, you know? So, and then this is Corey's jumble. <laughs> Hi, Corey. Are you alive? Are you are you with us? Are you among us? <laughs> anyway, okay. So those are the end of my random game notes. I just wanted to throw those on there and, and keep that um, and have those there. But yeah, so okay, we're so ready I to move on. I have one random game note too that it has. Oh, okay. But um, they're the guys like new pre-game outfits that they were wearing when they posted the picture on social of them getting off the bus. You know, the new like pullover jacket mm-hmm. thing. I loved them. Loved them. They were like yeah. black. It was like a magenta purple-ish color. I was like, I want those. I'm alive from Corey. We're glad that Corey is alive. I'm glad he's alive. I mean, he went to the Abilene Christian game, so I figured he was probably living it up. So I don't know how much living up you can do in Abilene. I don't know what kind of <laughs> – yeah, I'm not sure, but I'm sure you enjoyed it. And you're, he's going to have a fun little week of driving and visiting people. So, I, Corey, I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. My, my friend. Isn't Corey coming to Montreal, too? Oh, was he thinking about it? Okay. Yes, he was thinking about it, but I believe he changed because he's he's going on a little road driving trip and going to a bunch of different Okay. States and areas to go visit a bunch of people. So, yes. Okay. Ready to go into the stat section. Okay. So, field goal percentage, we were at 56.4. Three point percentage, 45.5. Free throws, 81.3. So good. So happy. Um, Points in the paint, we had 36. So, almost, almost 40. Points off turnovers, 28. Uh, second chance points, 11. Fast break points, only six. Uh, bench points, 53. Not 25, that was Nigel. Half, you know, half of that was well, Nigel. Yeah, but we'll, we'll let it slide. But that's still that's still great. Um, Fantastic. Yeah, no, love it. Total rebounds, we had 33. We had 11 offensive boards and 22 de- defensive boards. Uh, we had 17 fouls. 14 turnovers. Uh, they had 20 turnovers. We had 14 steals. Um, Big. Quite a lot. They only had five. Uh, we have four blocks. They only have one. Um, and, of course, the game leader was Nigel with his career high of 25 points and six rebounds. Amazing. Yes. Uh, Nigel, I'm so – like, literally, we were just talking about him and just – making the comments that like we need to see more of Nigel. Like we had been seeing nothing really of Nigel, not necessarily because he hasn't been doing, he just hasn't been in the game, you know? And so like, he hasn't really been played and then he gets thrown into this game and he played so, oh yeah. So good. I was so excited to see him getting all those minutes and also to get player of the game because oh God, he played so good. I was so happy for Nigel. Thank you, Jesus. We needed that. He played amazing. Um, I was really proud of him. And we've, you know, we've seen glimmers of that. So I was I was glad that he got in there and he played amazing. I completely agree. Completely agree. Again, if I had to pick if, you know, if for some reason Nigel didn't do what he did uh, last night and there was a, you know, was like, hey, who else would you pick as a as a you know player of the game? I would say even, you know, days in the running for that. I would also say Trell, Jalen um, are in the running for that, not just because their points, just because the rest of the stats. I mean, I would even, you know, throw um, uh, uh, AJ again, juice in the mix. Yeah, for playing as well as he did and, you know, coming off the bench. So, yeah, it was uh, it was just a really good game. And, Jesus, we needed that so badly. Needed that so badly. Um, I just. Yeah, it was it was a yeah. great game all around. I mean, honestly, 
everyone else's scores were pretty, pretty close, you know, in there. Um, we really every, spread the ball around pretty well. Everyone scored. There was no one who didn't score at all. Um, exactly. um, Bucket said, Nigel had an incredible practice on Thursday. I didn't see this performance coming, but definitely felt like he was going to see more action. That's awesome. Great. I mean, it's always nice to have, you know, obviously act some insider over here, Buckets, with the insider knowledge about having a great practice on Thursday because we, we don't know that stuff. And so, yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely didn't see this performance coming just because in the first three games of the season, he hasn't really played a lot at all. And so wasn't didn't really know what to expect from this game. Again, it was, you know, we obviously have high hopes going into every single game, but we also are practical and logical and we know, based off of past experience playing South Dakota, that it was not going to be the easiest game whatsoever. But then we go in and play that. I was just like, again, where was this during Alcorn? Like you had Gardner Webb killed it, you know, Alcorn kind of shit the bed. And then you have this game versus a 17th ranked South Dakota state. It's just, woo, give me, it's a roller coaster ride right now. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm okay. I'm fine with that. We really needed this game as a big comeback, bounce back win. And whew, boy, let's hope this just continues to soar us into Canada. Cause that's obviously the next games that are coming up or, or, or the, is the Northern classic games in Canada. Um, very excited. So let's just roll right into our uh, Jacqueline. Sorry. Did you have a specific or another person you would say would be player of the game? I would probably say Day, um, and, and that's not just because he's the next leading scorer, but he really got a lot of, I feel like probably all the second chance points were him. Like he was getting putbacks and really battling down um, low. And, you know, we only have our one post player, Nana, and Nana kind of had some foul trouble, which we'll get to. But uh, so we were running a smaller lineup a good portion of the game. Um, even outside of just, you know, trying to give Nana a little break. And I, I feel like Day really helped with that because he's not necessarily our next biggest player, but he's the one who plays the next biggest. I mean, maybe he is the next biggest, but still, anyway. Yeah, I would say Day. I forgot I was muted. Balls. Um, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I think he is the next biggest potentially, but I, again, he, he play. it doesn't even matter because he plays like a big and I, it's, yeah. you know, and we'll, we'll, we've said that a million times and I don't have to keep bringing it up, but yeah, I mean, we, we love day and how amazing he is and thankful for him being the way that he is and how he plays down there under the basket. And I mean, and, and you don't really see day on, on the outside taking shots beyond the arc or even, you know, he's down there in the trenches, under the basket, working hard, in the lane, in the paint. I mean, he's down there like an absolute G, you know, and thank God for him, you know, thank God for him. Thank God for all the team, all the players we had stepping up. So um, it was just an all, all, all in all great, great game to watch. You know, it was one of those games I was just excited Knowing that we won last night going into today, watching it, I wasn't really, you know, nervous, of course, because I knew the outcome. So I didn't really have to sit there and, and kind of, you know, stew over it and freak out a little bit. But but yeah, so uh, other strengths, other good things. Uh, just a few of the notes that I wrote down. Um, again, I love the fact that the announcer was able to pronounce all of our player names correctly, you know, because I we now have some hard ones like Nana. That, that's not, that's a mouthful. That's hard to get, you know, and understanding that, you know, uh, that raw tea is not roadie, you know, raw tea. Um, and then, of course, some of our other names as well. I mean, I'm pretty sure he called Kyle Matt, maybe, if I can recall correctly. Um, maybe not. I don't know now, now after I say it. But again, he pronounced all of our players' names and I thank him for doing his due diligence and, and looking those things up and or actually reading the notes that were given to him by our team. Um, so thank you for that. Uh, open it up good with JJP with a jumper. Um, of course, I wrote down Nigel's name so many times. I'm not going to even list them all. Cause I mean, Nigel, 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 Nigel. Woo. And then let me tell you, let me tell you about those, those steals, those pass ball steals. I don't even know what that's the correct term for them, but like whenever the other team is passing the ball back and forth and then they go in between and grab the ball as it's being passed. Oh my God. Like that is exactly what coach Keller talked about during 
the preseason interviews saying that any loose ball, any pass ball is a is an opportunity to steal the ball. And they're going to create those turnovers. And they did. I mean, for God's sakes, you know, looking back at the statistics and Jacqueline, of course, went over those. But we had 14 steals and and um, we were just all over the place compared to their five. They only had five steals, five steals. Insane. So all over that court, grabbing balls. I mean, we had a total of 14 turnovers and they had a total of 20. So, again, our defense was on full tilt axis, like rocking and rolling. Uh, loved it. Creating chaos, creating disturbances. And those are the things that we love to see from the Jacks throughout the entire game. Um, of course, Trell heating up with a few threes. Um, man, oh, man, there was, a, there was a transition in there where we had a good steal, that transition ball. And then Trell assisted for the bucket. I could not remember because it happened so fast who got the bucket. It doesn't matter. Um, just an absolute fantastic game all around. Um, we broke a 17-game home winning streak from South Dakota. The announcer said that multiple times that this was they had a 17-game winning streak. And so, sorry about you, I guess. Hello, McGonagall. <laughs> he keeps meowing to get up here, and then he gets up here, and he's like all wiggly. You want it up here? Goofball. Um, let's see here. Oh, Nigel, I have to talk about one of his threes. He shot a three from the absolute parking lot. It, it was it was such a deep three that I I honestly didn't think it had enough to get to the basket, and it did. I was like, holy sh-. He shot that shit from the parking lot. It looked like a trail three. That's how deep it was. I was like, holy. Nigel was just on one. I don't know what changed from, again, the first three games to this game, but, man, I hope it doesn't stop. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for more Nigel. I really am. I, I'm, I was just so giddy and excited for that. Um, but yeah, so those are some of the main things I kind of um, ticked, ticked off. Obviously Jacqueline mentioned a little bit earlier with all the amazing putbacks from, from, uh, from day. And then of course, having even Derek in there, Derek played for um, let's see, what was Derek's minutes? He had 27 minutes. He was playing really well. He had seven points. Um, he had a rebound in there. He had a couple uh, steals and a block and things like that. So really, really good from Trell. And I think the other main thing that kept us in this game was not only just our defense, but also our, our free throws. That is the percentage that we need our free throws to be at, 80% or better, like 75 80%. So you can tell when we're having an off night or a bad night when our free throws are in the 50s or the 60s, right? So, I mean, having that and then also having – we always said this last season too, whenever our points in the paint are pretty high, um, we only had 36, but still, I mean, compared to their 18, that's a huge, huge um, difference. So, huge difference maker. And, of course, those bench points were the, were the big thing there. Um, we had 53 compared to their 20. So, Big difference maker, big difference maker. So that's it for my good. Jacqueline, if you have some more, go for it, girl. Um, so I just have a few little small specific ones because, I mean, overall, it was just everyone played way better. Um, I mean, Dad and I were texting, and he was like, it looks like a completely different team than the other night, you know. Um, so they, they were just all much more focused and in sync and all across the board better. Uh my first great note was that it was it was like six minutes into the game before we got our first foul. I was like, hey, we played six minutes with no foul. Um, let's see, AJ. Yeah, I thought AJ played really well. Um, he had two different pull-up jumpers that were really nice to steal. I mean, that was just really specific ones that I, I wrote down that I thought were great. But um, I thought he had a great game. Uh, let's see. Oh, one of the little things that the announcer said about our team that I think is probably what my dad was referring to. He said that we were one of the best teams in the nation to score off of inbounds plays last year. Um, so he said that, that inbounds. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I guess I'd probably maybe knew that, but, um, uh, oh, and I, this is probably another one dad was referring to, um, 
they he said that Derek scored more than a thousand points um, during his high school career, which I'm sure is probably on his bio on our site. But, you know, I haven't read through all of them um, as far as their history from high school. But that's pretty interesting. That is very interesting. I had no yeah. idea. Wild. Um, it's a lot of points. Uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> one of one of my favorite shots from Trell during this game, uh, which he was two from three from the um, three point. And this wasn't even a three-pointer, but um, we we had a few little shot clock uh, possessions where I was like, are we going to get anything off in time? Um, but this one, it was like right on the buzzer, he shot that bank shot and made it on the buzzer. And I was like, that was – I'm about to throw my phone for Um Yeah, that, I loved that one. I loved that because uh, whenever I used to play – uh, if I if I had a shot where usually I would shoot the baseline three, so it had to just be nothing but net. But if I was shooting at like uh, from like an elbow or something, my dad would always try to coach me and tell me to use use. He's like, "Well, use the backboard. It like your percentage is higher if you just use the backboard." But I could never. I don't know. I couldn't shoot with the backboard uh, to save my life. I had, it had to be nothing, nothing but net or nothing. Um, but that <laughs> shot was amazing. Um, it was a good shot. So that was that was cool. Uh, and then, yeah, I said day in the putbacks because he, he just had a ton of putbacks. Um, and obviously our, our free throw already said that, but that's that's probably the main key to I feel like what we did better, that and the points in the paint. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, I mean, those 11 second chance points, like there's a really good chance that majority of those second chance points all came from day. Day and, and uh, I know Derek had a couple in there and I know that uh, Nigel did as well. But uh, I would say probably the majority of those came from day. Thank God again, being down there, I did a clean house and clean up the clean up the trash, so to speak. Um, yeah. So ready to move on to the next segment? Yeah. All right. Here we go. With the airing of grievances, I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're going to hear about it. You. So, I mean, just because we won the game and it was a great bounce back and comeback game um, doesn't mean there weren't problems <laughs> from our perspective. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll just I'll just go right into it, kind of rip the Band-Aid off. I mean, one of the major things that, again, continues to kind of rear its ugly head for us um, are these damn flop techs. I... Like, again, here's the thing. We've gone through four games now, and I'm sitting here thinking at, you would think at this point we would understand that you're, you're, you're going to get called for it. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, the, the probability of you getting the call is very, very high. So why even risk it? Yeah. You know, like, it's different if it was an egregious push and it was called a flop mistakenly. And now you're pissed off and, and, and that, okay, like I get, but the, the egregious just flopping that you, you were barely touched. We got to stop. We, we got to stop it, man. Yeah. And it, it's tough because when you're trying to take a charge, it's, it's very easy to anticipate the, um, and anticipate taking the charge, you know, and kind of fall too soon. Um, so that's tough, but I, th I think it'll take, you know, I think probably by the end of the tournament in Canada, I think they'll have a, a better like handle on that. Cause it, it just, it takes a while to get in it. And, you know, some, some player, like I was just never good at taking a charge because all, all those girls were bigger than me and I didn't want to get ran over. Right. Of course. No, but, yeah, no, you know, a lot of times you see it coming and it's, it's, it's just second nature to anticipate it. So it's tough. You do have some players that purposely just try to like make a big spectacle, but I think a lot of them are just because they're anticipating the impact before it happens. Yeah. And, and I totally see that too. Um, I think the other thing that got me angry was the fact that there were a few questionable no calls on the other team on South Dakota side that should have been a flop. And I, again, it just irritates me to no end when it, some of these calls aren't falling equally on both sides. And so I just get a yeah. little frustrated there. I agree with that. Cause I mean, we had two and they had none, but um, exactly. I feel like, so I'm not exactly surprised. I know. 
I, I know. Anyway, um, so yeah, just the flop text, I, I just, I would love to see us clean those up better and, and just really reduce those as much. Because I feel like almost every game we've had a flop tech. Uh, yeah, we've had one every game, for sure. Mm, yeah. So uh, I really would love for that to just go away, please. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. Another thing that was just just really honestly grinded my gears were these beautiful, beautiful lobs on South Dakota's team. Like they figured it out. Like they know how to lob it in. And it, again, grinds my gears. I, that would happen twice. It, it was a, a beautiful lob alley. I mean, oh, come on guys. Come on. We just kind of fell asleep on those plays, but okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, Let's see what else, what else, what else, what else? Uh, let me go back to my notes on my computer because I had to do them in two different places. Uh, other simple things like like the goaltending, um, you know, a couple shot clock. Again, shot clock, shot clocks. Um, okay, who is this guy? I, I wrote down his name, but I don't think I spelled it right. Yeah, easily. This guy, he was six from eight from the freaking not three. They're three pointing. I mean, obviously their percentage at the end of the day was was fifty three point six, but they shot fifteen for three pointers. They I mean, shot. They, they made fifteen. Is what I'm trying to say. Sorry, they made fifteen three pointers. Yeah, that is to our five. I'm not saying again that that's ooh biggie big deal, but fifteen. They're they're definitely a three point shooting team. That kid was insane. I'm pretty insane. Pretty sure it was him who uh, one of them he shot. I swear to God, he was standing on the D at half court. He was, and then also Mayo. He to him too. It was four out of not four from nine from the three three point line. I mean, holy shite. He was their he was their high scorer Mayo him and him and Easley had uh, both high score twenty four and twenty two points. Oh, I mean they were just shooting threes like it was just freaking nothing, nothing. And I'm sitting there like, okay, obviously, at some point we need to remember. Oh, uh, they're the three shooters. Don't freaking I mean don't even give them any sort of room. No room. But we gave them room. We just kept giving them room and giving them room. And that was what kept them in the game. You know, that kept them in the game. If we could have reduced their opportunities to shoot the threes, man, we would have blown their asses out of the water. Like, blown them out of the water. Um, Who else was hitting the threes as well? There was a couple from Arians. uh, There was a couple from Mims. One from Apple. Um, But, yeah, 15, 15 threes. Just insanity. Um, and then, of course, their free throw percentage was decent as well. They had a 78%, almost almost 79% free throw percentage. Um, but, yeah, I was just blown away at the three. And I'm sitting there like, guard the arc. What are we doing? I mean, just leaving, again, specifically those two guys were just being left open. And, again, that's just the way we play defense. And we're – but it's frustrating. I mean, that's a lot. More than half of their points was from threes. I know. That's really a lot. A lot. And we're sitting there watching the game. Mom's like, damn it, those threes will kill you. Those threes will kill you. And I'm like, well, they will. Absolutely. I mean, thank God we kept answering not three for three, but like, yeah. you know, we kept answering and, and continued to increase our lead with, with the great little twos and, you know, again, being really good on our free throws and things like that. But God, those threes, man. I'm just sitting here. I'm sitting here just wishing, wishing. I mean, yeah, our this team this year, I can definitely see how our, our shooting definitely, um, you know, especially like beyond the arc has is improved. But I'm sitting here just like, man, if there was just one guy on the team, that's like literally all they did was just sit there in the corner, sit there right there on the baseline and just shoot threes. Yeah. That's all they did. I was like, that would be fantastic. <laughs> But we just don't have that kind of team, you know. We got guys who will go on hot streaks. We got guys like Trell that will go on three hot streaks. You got guys like you know uh, Nigel who can do it. I mean, you have multiple guys who can who can do that, which is wonderful. But God bless America, man. Those threes were killing me, killing me. 
Uh, let's see if there's anything else. Yeah, I wrote down guard easily like eight times. Guard easily, guard easily, God the three, Jesus Christ, God, guard the ark. Like I wrote that down so many times on my phone as well. I was like, good Lord almighty. And then the last thing I'll say is, man, I have, I got to talk to, I got to talk to Ryan Ivy. I got to talk to Wally. I got to talk to somebody about this, but they have a beer, a South Dakota beer. And there was a whole ass commercial for it. I heard that too. And I was thinking the same thing. Whole ass commercial for their beer. And I'm like, come on, what? Okay. What the, f I just, I got him. I got an email Ivy and, 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 and Wally and just be like, and, and whoever else, I don't even know, Denna, whoever. Just be like, listen, if South Dakota State can have a full ass commercial for their beer, it's their beer. Why can't we? No, I heard, I literally heard the exact same thing. And I was, I was thinking the same thing. Yep. All you girl. Um, so you you mostly covered mine, but uh, we, we did have still a few possessions <clears throat> with shot clock issues. So I, I feel like hopefully the next few games we'll figure that out. Um, they had you. OK, so you were talking about the alleys and uh, they had one inbounds alley that I was just like so mad. Just so mad. Uh, I hate to see those so much. Um, mm -hmm. It was a great play. <laughs> Great play. No, <laughs> no slight to South Dakota State. It was a friggin' greatly drawn up play, but kill me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all the threes. Yeah. And then we did, of course, have a little bit of foul trouble again because we had Nana with four fouls with like eight minutes left. And I'm like, fantastic. Our only big man. Can't lose Nana now. Um, Whoa, yeah. I will say so. I have two notes on that. I feel like his technical for the flop. I didn't. I didn't necessarily think was warranted because um, I feel like he did. He did take um, an impact, and so I think so too. I really do. When I watched it, and Nana's very tall and like pretty thin, so I feel like he's just so tall that like. It's easier to knock him off his center of gravity if you like run into him. So I don't think he's like over exaggerating the fall. I think it's like he's he's really tall, so he just like he falls harder. I don't know. I don't. That's well, that's a really great that's a really great point, honestly. And there was on the flip side I, on the when I mentioned that the fact that there was should have been a flop on the other team, South Dakota State player, and they called it an offensive foul on Nana instead of it being a flop. And I was just like, Nana isn't that big, dude. Like, are you kidding me? Like, he may knock you over, may maybe, but he's not that big. Like, he went flying. And I'm like, there's no way. There's no way. So I don't I don't necessarily think that his foul trouble should have been that bad. I don't I don't feel like he deserved that, uh, the four fouls. But anyway, we still I thought played very well with the with a small lineup in there because we pretty much had a five guard lineup um, for most of the the tail end of the second half and still managed to win. So yep, I was happy. exactly very very happy, very happy. Any other negatives? Nope, I don't think so. Yeah, there weren't many. It was just a few of those things, you know, like the threes. You know, guarding on the arc, guarding beyond the arc, and and you know the flop stuff. But again, those are all things that can be easily, easily worked on. And we're just happy that we won. That was a really yeah. cool, that was a big game for us. Again, like big game. They beat us last year. We got a little bit of revenge in their home court. And so I, I was just, you know, we so we split the series one on one and one. And I, I'm just so pleased that we came back and got our shit together. And 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 got that win in their house against a number 17 ranked team. Cause they're the, the like in mid-major rankings or. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Mid-major number 17. Yes. Yes. Um, pretty decent. It's, it's good. It's still an upset. Cause we're not ranked at all. We had some votes. We had like 23 votes in the mid-major rankings, but we didn't obviously make the cut. Um, but you got freaking Sam Houston. Who's up there. <laughs> Yeah, gross. Gross is right. Hope you're listening, cat fans. Well, you so, know, they beat OU. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're going to hear about that forever. 
Yeah, they can beat OU all they want, but guess what? We've beaten more Giants, so oh, yeah. my grits, okay? All of it, both cheeks, because I don't really care. Um, <laughs> we'll keep saying that to roll blue in the face. How about that? <laughs> oh, man. All right, so going back to our – Going back to our notes. So game summary, one word to describe the entire game analysis. What do we got, Jacqueline? I said spark just because I, I felt like they actually looked like they they had a real like – they had their groove back. That's probably what I should have said. But anyway. No, I like spark. I think spark is very accurate. It did look like they had their, you know, their 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 mojo back and their – they had a spark and a pep in their step. So I would have totally ag- agreed with that. Um, so I threw on their rebound. Not only was it a rebound game uh, coming off that loss at home to Alcorn State and just really looking like just got kicked in the teeth and kicked in the mouth um, and coming back and going on our first road game of the year to South Dakota of all places and playing a really good South Dakota team. You know, uh, I was just pleased as punch that we got that rebound victory. And not only that, also our rebounds were pretty freaking great with 33. (laughs) So um, yeah, very, very happy. Literally every single person got a rebound and I just, you know, one or more. So uh, definitely a rebound game in all sense of the words, in all sense of the word. So um, very, very happy about that. So uh, moving on, obviously coming up, we have, the Northern Classic in Canada. Can't wait. God, I'm, I don't know why I'm like slightly, ner- maybe it's more anxious than nervous. Well, this is your first time like going out of the country, right? Yeah. No. But I've I, mean, gone, I mean, I've gone to Mexico, but like, does that really count? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it does, but it doesn't. But yeah, no, like this is. I'm really, really excited. I'm, I'm pumped to, to see Canada, especially in the winter. Um, and the, 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 let me check the weather again. Last We checked it the other day, and it said, it said snow showers, and I'm kind of expecting it to say the same. Um, I have it pulled up right now. Um, oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, because I was, I was looking at my stuff earlier. So it's, it's not snowing right now, but uh, it's showing a.m. snow showers for Wednesday. Snow showers for Saturday and Sunday and Tuesday and Wednesday of the next week. For you. When you're there, you should see some on Saturday and Sunday. Some snow showers. I know. That's all I see. Snow showers, mostly cloudy showers, rain and snow, rain and snow. (laughs) Great. Wonderful. So it's basically going to, well, I mean, but the, but now the, uh, the, the weather has changed though, because now it says um, it was like in the twenties and in the teens. And now it's back up to the, to like the thirties. So it's, it's changed, which is interesting. I'm sure it'll change again. Yeah. I think they had a little snowstorm come through like over the weekend um, or Toward the end of the week. Um, it might have been part of that uh, snowstorm, that Lake Erie effect that was happening. That's where Buffalo got the six feet of freaking snow. Right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Have you seen those pictures from that? Yeah. My um, my aunt's stepdaughter lives in New York, and she was sending pictures of how much snow there was. Crazy. Insane. Yeah. Right before the, the Browns bills game this afternoon, they were like posting or like showing pictures and stuff on, uh, on TV of, of Buffalo, like leaving Buffalo stadium, the team to get on the bus to go and fly to Detroit to have the game. Um, Cause they had to move the game from Buffalo to Detroit because of it. So they were posed, they were showing all these pictures of basically the stadium and all that stuff. And I'm like, I mean, literally it is as tall as a house. Like the snow drifts. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm going to work on trying to plan some of my outfits this afternoon. I know. That's what I'll probably be doing after I get home from Sholly's thing and also uh, tomorrow and Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, God. Anyway, that's the only thing I'm like, I'm nervous about the packing. I'm like, 
literally my parka is going to take up 95% of my suitcase. Well, you know what you need to do is you need to just wear that when we fly up there so that you don't have to pack it. I might, I'm, I mean, honestly, I may just have to do that because yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, yeah. Cause then you can just, but it's so heavy though. My thing is, is like wearing it around the airport is just going to be hot as balls. Well, in the airport, you can like carry it over your arm, but well, I know, but I'm saying like, I'm telling you, this thing is humongously big and it's also bulky and heavy. So I just, I, it'll, I don't know if it would just be more of a hassle just to like pack it. Do you have one of those bags that you can put it in where you like, um, suck the air out? I can't remember what they're called. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. No, but I may be able to find one at like Walmart. Yeah. I bet they would have one. Cause that would be super helpful. That would be helpful, but then how would I pack it to go home? I may have to carry it at that point. Yeah. I'll think we'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. It'll be all right. I'm just, woo. anyway, anyway. Okay, cool. So like I said, we got coming up, we got the Northern Classic in, Classic in Canada. We're flying out on Thanksgiving day, Thanksgiving morning, afternoon-ish. Uh, so Jacqueline and I will be heading down to H-Town to leave on Thanksgiving day from texas and then we'll have a quick little stay over layover in chicago until we make our final destination into quebec canada at the montreal airport um and i'll be staying until sunday and then jacqueline will be staying until wednesday correct uh thursday thursday okay um and then yeah I'm coming home on Sunday night. Jacqueline will be there on Thursday till Thursday. She'll literally be coming home and then coming directly to yeah. Nagoshis for the home game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she planned that just perfectly. I'm going to be rolling in hot. You will be. You'll barely be able to park a car before yeah. you have to run inside. I know. Um, on the top of the concourse, she'll know why. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like running to her seat right as the, you know, off. Yeah, exactly. That's funny. I'm sure you'll, I'm hoping you'll make it in time. I'm sure yeah. you will. Um, anyway, so don't forget to follow us on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, especially this week for our, all of our fun travel posts and excitement. Uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a fun little weekend. It's going to be a fun little time next week and we cannot wait. And hopefully you guys can follow along with us and enjoy in our journeys and our trip. Um, of course, thank you to our one of our amazing employers, Fredonia Brewery. Without you, we would probably not be going on said trip because you help us pay for these things um, with your amazing payments to our account. To our accounts, <laughs> bless you. Drink more beer. Drink local Fredonia beer, especially Purple Lights. Purple Lights Lager. There's many things to celebrate. Football winning the WAC title. Volleyball winning the WAC title. The Lumberjacks kicking South Dakota's butt. So why not celebrate and drink a beer that tastes like victory? Purple Lights Lager. Duh. Um, it's the only choice. But also thank you to our other amazing sponsor, if you will, My Plates. Why not? Again, Christmas is coming up right around the corner. It's making me nervous already because I haven't done a single thing. I haven't decorated, haven't chopped. I'm going to be very, very nervous whenever I get back from Thanksgiving break. Uh, trying to get all my shit and ducks in a row. Um, I know I was looking today at my like Thanksgiving ish um, decorations I have on my dining table. And I was thinking, Oh, you know, I don't have that much longer to enjoy these. And then I'm thinking to myself, literally I'm leaving here in two days. And when I come back, it will be December and it will be time to get rid of the Thanksgiving decorations. So why don't just put them away now? And then, Get your but I have this really cute little like purple velvet pumpkin and these little like um almost like uh I don't know how to explain it. They look almost kind of bejeweled, but they're not um like beaded uh corn stalks mm -hmm. on my table. But by the time I get back, it's gonna be like Christmas decorations. Exactly. Yeah. So. I know, I know. Um, but anyway, my plates, Christmas coming up around the corner, need something to get for your favorite lumberjack in your life. Why not get them a SFA MyPlate from MyPlates.com? You can go to www. 
myplates.com slash lumberjacks. Get up to a $50 rebate. Takes only a few minutes to do this. Um, it's a really Stephen F. awesome way to support your teams. I don't know if you knew this. Hopefully you do. You've heard our podcast a million times. So you've heard this whole entire spiel. But when you buy a five-year personalized purple SFA plate from my plates, you can help your SFA athletics team buy basically, I mean, they're getting $250 from that purchase. So it's easy, fun way. If you're a real fan, you have my plates, uh, be a proud lumberjack, get your purple SFA plates. We don't want to see UT or AM plates on the road and we never see uh Bearcat plates. Cause I don't even think they have them. Boo. <laughs> they may, I don't know. I don't even know. Uh, that's just me being a dick, but, um, why not? Why not get that lumberjack in your life? A my plate. We love my plates. We love our plates in our car. Uh, you can get one year, three year, five year terms. And you can even, if you don't have the moolah to spend on a $500, you know, five year term, totally get it. We don't either. Um, so why don't get yourself just a $50 one year background only plate? It's $50, $50. That's like going to Starbucks for a whole week. Easily. Pay that one time. Done. Love it. So again, go to www.myplates.com slash lumberjacks and get your my plates today. Love them. Oh man. All right. So get again. We're coming in under an hour. Killing it. Killing it. Boom. Again, follow us on Twitter at PartonMeAlex. Also on our personal pages at Jacqueline and Parton and Professor underscore Rants 2013. And that is it. We hope you have a wonderful day, a wonderful weekend, and you probably won't hear from us until after Thanksgiving. Because I don't know. Live video. Well, some lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just don't, I don't know if we'll have time to do a, yeah. a, a game recap. We'll probably have to do all three. Yeah. One episode when we come back from, from Montreal, uh, just because, again, it's uh, yeah. Or it may have to do one where Jacqueline's in Montreal and I'm home in order to get it in before the next home game because she'll be gone basically for the whole week. Yeah. We have to do that. So you, we may be doing a international episode of Pardon Me, Alex. Wouldn't be the first time. This is true. Remember, we did it when I was in Belfast. You did it when we did it when we were in Belfast. That's right. We did. It, it wouldn't like, be the first time. Nor will it be the last. It was like 2 a.m. for me, I think, that time. Oh God, I know. Well, at least this time it won't be a huge time difference. So yeah, be much easier. <laughs> very, very, very true. All right, everyone have a wonderful night. Have a good day. Have a great Sunday. And as always, Action Jacks. With Alex and Jacks. Adios, everyone.